I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the RSL show. This is Andy Munoz. We got Isaac Munoz producing. Uh, first full edit. So if this show comes out late, it's his fault. And if it sucks, this it's, is Josh, by the way. It's Isaac's fault. And Josh's fault because he's got the worst takes. <laughs> what happened? It's already not recording. Oh, no, it's is recording. That, is that okay? Yeah, it's recording. Okay, perfect. Uh, let's see. <laughs> No, there you go. That's it. We're okay. We're he's way back here. He's a nervous Nelly. It's okay. Yeah, he's a nervous Nelly. We'll we'll adjust that. Got Alex Napolis. What's up? What's up? Of El Show RSL. How's everybody doing? How are you? I'm doing all right, man. Speaking of bad takes. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude. <laughs> bad takes in Espanol. Nobody could like like check your work because there's not that many like you know that's, Spanish that's, speaker that's translators. That's true. I could probably go on there and say like whatever, and maybe the guys on the show will be like, what? And, yeah. But then nobody else will know because, like, yeah. Shout out, uh, Joseph and Carlos. Spanish? Is it is it just you three guys right now? Uh, Chiki and Chiki, and then uh, Pancho from Univision comes on sometimes and oh, cool, helps us out sometimes. Wow, shout out to all of them. Look at that. All right, very cool. Hey, did you go on your cruise yet, Josh? No, I leave Sunday. Sunday. So I'm gonna miss the game. Yeah, well, I'll you, be watching it on my iPad as I drive. To you California. can on ESPN too. Yeah, because I'll be out of the geofence. National yeah. team, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that'll be cool. How long are you going for? I'll be going until Sunday to Sunday. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude, just mute your phone. Well, I'll be in the middle of the ocean, so I won't have service anyway. Are you scared? No, I, I love cruises. Really? This is like my fifth cruise. Wow, cruises are great. That's cool. Are you scared of like the Kraken or whatever? <laughs> yeah, dude, like open Actually, ocean. Open ocean so, is scary, bro. I'm pumped because like this is just a little cruise, right? But it's like where all the Tic Tac like UFO sightings are. Oh, the so Bermuda just, Triangle, huh? No. All right. That's, no. That's the Gulf. Oh, okay. This is like Catalina to San Diego, that kind of region. Oh, that's safe though, dude. Yeah, but that's where the UFOs are right now. So I hope yeah. I see one. I'll report back if I see any UFOs. Yeah. I'm gonna stay up all night. Your head's gonna split open in half, and a little alien's gonna crawl out and just leave your body dude 
That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't even know you're an alien until you're out there. <laughs> I was going to say, he's going to like that too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be on the front of the ship doing, like, the Titanic yeah. thing, and, like, this beam of green lights can come suck Gone. <laughs> well, that'll be cool, man. Yeah, so I think, you know, me being gone will be good luck for RSO. Yeah, not, not watching. Happens, that's yeah. been a while. Yeah. yeah. Alex, what do you got going on that's cool, dude? Just more KSL stuff? Uh, yeah, more KSL stuff. More stuff with you guys. More stuff with the Spanish podcast work. Uh, my car, RIP. Oh, no. What happened to your car? I had uh, something on the freeway. Something. Broke my oil pan. Yeah, some, someone dropped like metal scraps over on I-15. I was cruising down at like 11 p.m. Uh, I was on cruise control. Maybe going a little bit over, but yeah. Hit it right like straight on, dude. That's crazy. Broke, punctured my oil pan, so now my car's in the shop. And I'm really bummed about it. Gotcha. Okay, you'll be fine, dude. It'll, it'll be okay. Yeah, don't take it to Jeffy Lube. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't do that. What about you, Isaac? Definitely What's going not. on in your life, dude? Uh, working and then getting into editing some more, and then also I am coding. Doing a lot of coding right now. <laughs> dude, Isaac's just going to quit the podcast one day. He's going to be like, hey, I just got a like new starting job, $160,000. You'll live in LA. Yeah. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> Gonna go code in San Diego. Yeah. Uh let's see. Dude, I just got done with like the 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 best and the worst like project of my life uh with MLS. The best meaning it was the most challenging, but the worst meaning that it took a toll on me. Like I was so stressful. Yeah, stress buckled. Buck- Dude, buckled. I, it was like every night constant just revisions, changing this, changing that. It's out. Um it's cool. When we pump out the content, it's not so much for like social media. That's not what I do there. Um, it's like long form content. So it goes on to like Tudene. Um, it's shown on like Spanish channels uh, on TV. It's it's really, really cool stuff. But man, dude, I, I hit send on that final file project, like everything. And I just feel amazing right now. But uh, of course, now they're like, can you do some more work? Right? <laughs> You're like, nope. <laughs> It's whatever. I'm really happy about it. But, dude, I the biggest regret, one of the biggest regrets I have, and I see it all the time, like San Diego Loyal. So first off, like they got really cool kits today. Their social media is dope. Like they've got like Tony Hawk. You've got pro skateboarders like Willie Santos. Mm -hmm. All this cool stuff happening, dude. Um, I think like a year and a half ago, they had I had a conversation with them and they basically offered me a job to go down there and create content for them. And it's like easily one of the biggest regrets that I have not going because man, they're doing just such cool stuff. Yeah. But I, I learned a lot staying here. It's whatever. It'd be cool if you could do that stuff, like a la carte for them. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to come down for this weekend's match. I offered, I I offered off. You know what I mean? I offered, I was like, would you guys take like a remote editor gig or something like that? You know? And, uh, yeah, it, it, man, I always look at it. I'm like, dang, dude, that would have been so cool. Anyways, yeah, that's it. Big project done and over with. I'm really happy about it. And I went to the Paramore concert, which uh, I'm not a huge fan of, but uh, they were great. It was fun. Who opened for them? Nobody. They just uh, took the stage and started. It was nice. That that happens? No, wait. I think they did. I think we got there a little bit late. So. Okay. Like yeah. Everyone has an opener. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, let's uh, get into soccer talk, shall we? The news of the the week is uh, something... Okay, whatever. Let's back up. 
Real Salt Lake goes to Los Angeles. Right. Plays the beloved Galaxy. Which, by the way, I will fully come out and say that if RSL wasn't a club, or if they did something to like royally piss off the fan base, you would go Galaxy. I'd probably go Galaxy you out of all the teams in the league. Yeah. No, I wouldn't go. No. I, man, I think I would be. A Trump and go LAFC just because I like their jerseys. Oh, the, I like this. I, okay, I like this conversation. So you would immediately sell out to LAFC. No, no. If between the Southern California teams, between Southern California. Yeah, okay, if you had to support like another MLS team that wasn't Real Salt Lake, because mm-hmm. let's just say whatever. Let's just say Rio Tinto falls into. Or if it never existed, it sure. ceased to exist. Yeah. And you and you still live in Salt Lake. Don't tell me you'd be a Rapids fan. No, so RSL has existed though. Like we don't know of any of the history. I wouldn't be a Rapids fan because okay, fresh. sure, sure, okay, tough. All right, whatever. You can never. You get banned. You get blocked on Twitter by Real Salt Lake, <laughs> and you got to choose a new club because you're so mad, right? And you're over it. Probably Vancouver. You'd be Vancouver fan. Yeah. Why? But then I probably. I honestly, I would have a hard time. So I would probably just pick whoever was good. That <laughs> <laughs> Not lying. All right. I, so I'd go LA Galaxy, dude, because there's always cool rumors, signings, whatever. Sure, but so, so I don't. I, I just don't like the polished look of like LAFC. I love LAFC, everything they've done, but it's just too polished. Black and gold is too sweet, dude. And LA Galaxy is like underdogish. It's weird hearing anyone call LA Galaxy underdogs. And they fell off, dude. They haven't been good since like the Beckham era. Yeah, you want you wonder why too, man. Like they haven't not signed players, which is the wild part. Like, yeah. They're yeah. just the, the little brother out of nowhere. All right, Napolis, what about you, dude? What If you had to support another team. Oh, wait, can I guess? Yeah, go for it. You would do like Houston, I, Houston or FC Dallas, a team like that, dude. I was actually going to say I was gonna say Union or Dallas. Ah, Ooh, yeah. Austin FC would be a good choice, too. Austin FC's fans, dude, impressed me. Yeah, I might go Austin FC, actually. Yeah? Because also watching sick the, kids. Watching that on the broadcast. Team. Yeah, watching that on the broadcast, I was very impressed with Q2. Yeah, that'd be cool. There's a lot of teams that I. So you'd go Austin FC. You got to choose it. You got to tell us. No, you I, can't no, say I, I Union said, no. or Dallas. No, I said Dallas or Union. No, no, no. All right, then Union. I'll go Union. Just because they've been good for like the last couple years. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> All right. Why not? And then suffer in like five years when they're no longer good. Yeah. Oh, it's right. just when you switch teams. <laughs> because you have yeah, no you allegiance. Bro, I've done that with the EPL, dude. So many times. <laughs> You've done it three times this season alone. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm still, I'm still following Leicester to this day, bro. Because of Vardy, yeah. you became a fan when Vardy. It's rough, bro. Was twenty fifteen? Huh? I thought you were a Liverpool fan. No, no I like Leicester. Mm. Yeah, okay. I like Liverpool style of play, and I use them mm. in FIFA. Okay, but Leicester, even though they suck right now, suffering. Dude, don't even get, get me started on FIFA games, bro. They <laughs> piss me off, dude. Same game, literally same game. Hey, we added a new stadium. You that's, know what I mean? That's literally all they do. And yeah. it sucks. And, but you still buy it. I, oh, I miss, 100%. I miss when, 100%. I miss when you could like build your own stadium, right? So if you did like career mode. They re-added it. Did they? They did. Where you can like expand your stadium. Yeah. Like change you, your concessions. Yep. You used to be able to change your jerseys. <laughs> Name it America First Field. I don't know the extent of it, but Jesus. on the, the on 22, the one that they came out this last year, you can go back and do a career mode. Bake, make your own fake team. Customize the stadium. Yeah, customize see, jerseys. I missed that. It's pretty I'm cool. pumped on that, but they are including AFC Richmond in this. Shout out to Lasso next iteration. Horrible show. No, it's a bad show. No. It's never such seen a bad it. show. I will fight you to the. What death. do you think, guys? Is it good or bad? I've never seen it. It's lame, dude. I go watch it. Just watch it and tell me what you think. All right, Isaac. 
That's the worst take um, I've heard in a long time. Real Salt Lake, you can't be a fan because they blocked you on Twitter. You're over it. <laughs> what, what, team, <laughs> what team would you go with? Uh, New England. Ew. Oh, I like that choice, dude. Yeah, New England Don't say Revol- Revolution sick. <laughs> yeah. That's not sick. The Revs are not bad. It's the worst logo in the league. They fixed it a few times. Hmm. It's still bad. Yeah. I'm not there for the logo. I'm there for the team. Is Bruce Arena still coaching? Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. Is that why? Uh, or no. is it because of your allegiance to like the U.S.? No, no. It's just I've I've been to Boston, so that's all <laughs> I could really be. Like. Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. Real <laughs> Patriot. <laughs> he stole the Declaration of Independence, dude. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Wow. As he's wearing his. Mexican yeah, shirt. He's wearing a Mexican shirt right now. <laughs> With Chicharito. <laughs> Chicharito. Hey, I love that, dude. All right. That's interesting. So, all right. So, I said LA Galaxy, LAFC with Josh, your union, Annapolis, and Isaac would be the Revs. Wow. The the biggest, the biggest thing teams. for me would be uh, I'd be following <laughs> players, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Say if I wasn't a Real fan and Zlatan came, I'm on team whoever he's playing for, right? Gotcha. So things like that. Dude. Fair. Where were you when Zlatan uh, scored that goal from like almost midfield over the keeper? I know you're in LAFC. Uh, yeah. 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 I was yeah, sitting on my couch watching it. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Dude, I was in the Walmart parking lot <laughs> and I think it got tweeted and I like, it stopped me in my tracks and I'm like, oh my God. It was incredible. It was amazing. What about you? One of the best goals to this day. Um, I think I was in my, I think I was in bed. Where were you? I think I was in bed just scrolling through Twitter. Zlatan scored the goal. <laughs> Letter to heaven. All right. I know Alan Jackson, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the South Park episode oh, where yeah. they make fun of that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just having fun this episode. I don't even hey, care, dude. It's postseason. Good, we might lose on Sunday. I don't care. Don't Let's care have either. fun. Whatever happens, happens at this point. Yeah, this screw this show, you know? All right. <laughs> Isaac. It's the worst podcast yeah. for RSL. Honestly, is. bro. Mm-hmm. We're trash. The worst. We're trash, dude. Who's the best podcast? Claret? Yeah. Yeah. And that's because they work there. Yeah. It's true. They got the plugs, dude. Yeah. He does have the plugs, for sure. Isaac, uh, where were you when uh, Zlatan? Where were you? Yeah. <laughs> when uh, Zlatan scored the goal. I was on Twitter, maybe, at my house. <laughs> Probably. I didn't watch the I didn't watch the game. Okay. Boring. Yeah. Well, that's where he was. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh Real Salt Lake Galaxy. Let's Good. just skip let's just skip the meat and the potatoes, shall we? Should we just go straight into Glad? No, because I want to talk about how annoying Chicharito was that entire match, dude. <laughs> dude. All right, go ahead. Tell us why. No, like, the, it was the entire LA Galaxy team, but just the... I just feel like there's some undertones the, there, man. The like, your hate for Chicharito it's, is it just, just, reflects, just something. It reflects my true hatred for you. That's weird. <laughs> I don't get it, dude. You've always hated... You didn't even like him on his time in, like, United. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. Nothing. No, they just, they were playing dirty, and I love when people play dirty, but I don't know. I was just annoyed. Dirty and like how? Like, tell me. Just cheap fouls, going down easy. Going to the ground, yeah. Yeah. Chicharito, he got, uh, did somebody get carded or, or Chicharito talking did. to? Yeah. Yeah. He got a card. For, uh, for flopping. Yeah, for flopping. Yeah. Can but you my... blame him, though? Like, come on. No, I mean, that's what you do, but it, 
It's and annoying I, when it's the other team. Yeah. Yeah. But my favorite play was his no look pass to nobody. Oh <laughs> that, that was so oh, good. You only like that because <laughs> that it's was like the, so good. It's, <sighs> All right. <laughs> Can you imagine if like Cordova would have done that? But it's like okay. All right, a little bit of his no, like, but that, that's it's fifty fifty. It's fifty. It's that's good a knock on IQ. LA. That's it's, a knock on LA. Someone yeah, should have been making yeah. that run. Yeah, that is true. That really wasn't a chicha thing. But also to like someone should have been there. But still, your chicharito, you could you could take a glance back over your shoulder and determine if you need to take a right. shot. You just like that, like quick right. look. Yeah, quick obviously look. no one's there. Yeah. What did you think of that, Alex? I think there were soft PKs, but I think for the most part, like they felt the contact, they saw the contact, they went sure. down, they went Which down. Which is what you expect. It's, yeah, it's just veteran moves, you know. It's just veteran moves to try to get the PK, try to draw the PK, and they did it both in this. They did it in that situation where Chicharito was with Silva, and then earlier with with uh, Ricky Pooch. It sucks being like on you know on the other side of it because it's a soft penalty, but but when you get him your way, it's when you, fine. Yeah, when you get enough contact on it, it, it's a fair PK. How about Zach McMath though? Zach McMath, another penalty save. Yeah, good. Which is funny because David Ochoa saved a PK earlier, and I saw a lot of people tweeting. They're like, "Oh, well, if we had David Ochoa, <laughs> and McMath does that." One one out of two in a game isn't bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hmm. No, he's he's winning me over a little bit. He's doing good. Good job. Um, am I mistaken? Um, did the referee even check the VAR? No. That was okay. That was that match. It was they walked over and the screen was off, right? Right. Yeah. yeah right. There, there was that situation where it was quote unquote unplugged, and league league norms now. I guess they like barely announced this like a month ago. If the screen doesn't work when the ref goes over, they have to take what the guy upstairs says. Yeah, and that's which, what I figured happened. So I, you know, yeah. I saw that whole. I saw everybody kind of tweeting like, oh, well, yeah. how are you going to make a decision if you can't even say it? Dude, there's somebody in his ear. And if the monitor's not working, like you just you yeah. have to know that there's someone but, in his ear. But how convenient. Right. <laughs> right? Your face right now. <laughs> how convenient for the monitor to suddenly stop MLS working. Conspiracies. I wish people could see your face, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> it just drives me nuts. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. But, it's, I mean. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, if that was MLS Cup Final and the monitor suddenly wasn't working, like. Because then what? Like. The referee could get in his ear for anything, be like, "Oh, did you see that penalty? It's a red card." Yeah, give him a red card right now. You know what I mean? And it just barely happened for the first time, like a month ago. Like right. it never happened before in the league. It happened a month ago. I don't remember what game it was, but then literally that same week, the MLS was like, "Hey, well, this is the new norm. If he if he tells you in your ear, like, hey, something's wrong here, you have to go with that." Why don't they just put it up on the jumbotron at that point? You know what I mean? That's, like, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good sure point. the fans Not, will jeer, but like at least he can see it. Yeah, I don't necessarily I mean, agree with it, but the the video footage is funny because he he runs over to it, the screen's clearly off, and then he just kind of like turns around and and, and points, and points yeah. at the spot. Yeah, and he does that little head shrug, like okay, <laughs> okay, I guess no, it's a I think he's well, just communicating. But then it's also like you know it says last match, you know what I mean? Like is he just throwing the galaxy a bone for his last match type thing? Which it kind of felt like at some points because like oh there was it was gonna yeah I was gonna bring up my next point with Kevin Stott. he. Is a veteran seasoned ref. He's been in. He's been with the league since the day it started, but he was making some really questionable decisions and some Absolutely. really questionable calls. So it just felt like it felt like they were. He was kind of like giving LA the little push of it's, like, "Hey, go on and win this one." It's back to the conspiracy theory, right? Like yeah. you want LA Galaxy back in the playoffs. Uh, there were some calls you know. though, like that favored us towards the end, though. Yeah. You know, kind of play on calls, little calls. 
I think some of the play-ons were absolutely ridiculous. There was no advantage in a lot of them, but hey, I digress. It's whatever. All right. But that that rule needs to stick around for the entirety then until they find a backup. Yeah. Because if suddenly next week they go, oh, if VAR doesn't work, just, you know, it's on the referee or something. Like, they can't be flip-flopping these decisions, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, I... But what do you do in that instance, right? It's like, do you... Well, you got to implement that rule or you just do it with VAR. We know VAR is not going to go anywhere. Right, so. they, they need to figure out a better, like, at least a backup, right? How yeah. many iPads are on the sideline? How many... Yeah, it makes you know a mean? question. There's I mean, ways. I think right now, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but... I think right now the norm in like the prem, yeah, they is, just listen to whatever their the, the, the guy says. No, the middle guy has like the final say. So if he were to go to the screen, it weren't wasn't working. Whatever the center ref decided, that would be that would be where to go. Right, the one that saw it yeah. live, and yeah. yeah, it's whatever, whatever though. Who cares? Yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, if you trust the process and there's no conspiracy, <laughs> then you would think that the person who's watching the replay and VAR up in the booth is giving the actual... Except Don Garber is actually sitting next to him. Yeah. yeah. They're watching The Simpsons. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> so hey, Chicharito making his first playoff run in MLS. He deserves it. He deserves Doesn't it, man. He deserves it. He ab- no, Even he if he got a little does. push, you know, from MLS or the reps or whatever. And remember, I'm just... You're just a fanboy. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, my opinion is nothing. I'm I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I'm happy for the galaxy. It's great for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So okay. So the weekend hits and some some favorable odds happen for us, right? Like the games that needed to. Well, well, well I don't want to interrupt you there, but we still need to talk about Jay Glad. Oh, that's right. All right, let's go back. Justin Glad, two opportunities to bury. Uh, what was the? What, what was the uh, result at that point, or what was the score? It was 1-1. So, almost like three points in the bag, right? Yeah, just kidding. Had he gotten, had he, had he yeah. gotten yeah. one of the two opportunities, yeah. So, I think the first one, he was he was pretty open, uh, takes a shot, and then the second was the header. Is that the correct? They were both headers. headers. Yeah, they were both both headers. two headers? The yeah. first header was actually very good. It's a very good header and a great Man. save by the goalkeeper. By the way, I watch like just... For all disclosure, it's not that I don't pay attention, but I literally watch. I, I watch like five or six weekend matches, and so if I'm a little off, that's why. Anyways, resume. The Yeah, the first one was a very good header, but the second one, dude, it's a sitter. Yeah, wide open. Goalkeeper is nowhere to be found. It's right? an absolute sitter, bro, and you got to score those, bro. It's just it, it was so frustrating just watching this whole thing unfold because he's imagine like, being him. Yeah, he's yeah. just completely. Oh, yeah. He unmarked. went to ground. And oh, he was he like was you could tell he was devastated, pretty torn up. Well, because at that time it was like so uncertain, right? Because then it was just kind of results based, right? And whether you got stoppage time, time like yeah, yeah. That's, at, at, at that point, those three points would have probably would have put us over the line again, you know. And then that with that. It, and you can tell, you can like visibly see the frustration and kind of the, uh, I don't know, disappointment, I guess, in the players' faces right after, right after that happens because now you have to sit and wait for Sunday to see how all those results play out. Which, and just puts the absolute pressure on ourselves yeah. at home. Yeah. At least we're at home. Yeah. If we were away at Portland, I'd write it off completely and say, let's enjoy watching everyone else. You, you know? want to know a fun fact? Fun fact. 
Arsenal's only won two games against Portland since twenty seven since the start of the twenty eighteen season. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. One of them was an absolutely incredible playoff game, though. Yes, one was the playoff game. Wasn't one of those like a six zero six one? Yeah, we lost six one. I remembering that. Yeah, yeah there was that four four draw. A lot of crazy games against Portland. Yeah, we oh, didn't fare well against Portland. Yeah, yeah. So, so Sunday has the potential to be the goodbye tour. But this is, for all intents and purposes, the worst Portland team we've seen in a while. So, hmm. Which they're just they're still good, but like, yeah, they're not the the perennial Portland powerhouse they have been the last few years. That that I think there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, as they're. Well. Their that's, whole deal, yeah. Deloitte situation they have yeah, going they got, on is, yep. it's got to be a distraction for them Absolutely. too. Absolutely. So for some people who uh, who maybe didn't follow that, and me being one of them, I just I, I just kind of look casually, and I had seen that stuff went down, the announcement from the Timbers of Thorns. So who's got who's got the information? Do do you know like exactly who was let go on which side or for what? Because I don't. I just kind of brushed over it. I know a little bit. I don't. I I've read about it, but I don't know enough about it to like speak about it. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. I just know there's there's been abuse, especially with the women. Right. A lot of things have been covered up by Merritt Paulson, who's already proven to be a a real garbage human, a lot like DLH. Um, and it's just not looking good for them up there. I think there's a lot of pressure for Paulson to sell both clubs. Yeah, yeah that's kind of um, what I had. I mean, I had seen that much. Yeah, that the fans are just kind of tearing into it so yeah. they so did I, I need to look into it a lot more i just haven't they did fire two executives today um who were um clearly involved with like covering things up so i mean this is a step in the right direction that's crazy man that's but sounds yeah. like a familiar situation <laughs> oh it's it's all not too to, familiar not to say that there was like any cover-ups on the rail salt lake side but when no, everything came of. out it just came out yeah yeah and it, i and it was surprising a lot of people Within the staff, it's just like, yeah, that happened. It was normal, quote-unquote, yeah. Yeah, just opened opened it up. Whole can of worms. What was, like, the craziest thing? There was, uh, I remember, I remember there was a story where uh, he who shall not be named, like, he called up white blonde females at a Christmas party only, and it kind of left, like, the minority was <laughs> yeah. like, not, not a part of it. And Paying for some surgeries for specific people. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Weird of strange things. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I get hyped on the Hispanic stuff, but it's like, let's see how long it lasts to, to, to win us back. That was definitely the biggest one. When, when <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one was. That was bad, man. All that stuff is in the library. Go back. Go back a year and a half ago. <laughs> two years listen. now. Two years. Maybe even more. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Real Salt Lake. Uh, yeah, that's right. They they drew with LA Galaxy, one one. Uh, then Sunday, October second comes around, and I guess the result that matters the most is uh, between LAFC and Portland. If Portland had won, um, things would have gone much better for them. They lose to LAFC two one, and then the the match aside of that, which makes me really happy, uh, SKC beats the Sounders at home one zero. Yep. Uh, kills the Sounders uh, playoff. Um, well, basically, like, well, you, you know, making the playoffs for however long consecutive years since that they, they had. Since they joined. Yeah. yeah no, since it's, they joined. It'll be 
And this isn't even a dig at Rusnak, right? I'm completely over the Rusnak thing, but... Yeah, and you got to acknowledge for sure, like, I mean, they won a championship. Right, but, like, it's just, it'll be nice to see a playoff without going, like, oh, man, here comes Seattle on their run. We're going to have to watch Seattle on the final again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But talk it is about nice a, to have a yeah yeah that's a big team to Any, eliminate. Any time a powerhouse isn't in the conversation, it's like refreshing it's for true. me. Yeah. But shakes it up a bit. But also for Seattle, like I know they had a little dip in form at the beginning of the season because of Champions League. But man, it's almost unexcusable with the amount of talent they have on that roster. I I want to know. I, I'm very curious what really went wrong there. Yeah. To not even squeak into the playoffs, right? Like, that was only the first month or two of the season that was, you know, busy for them. So where did it go wrong, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, there was, uh, you know, I, I was I was watching that match, and uh, you know, they they do the post interviews with the coach, and is it Smetzer? Is that his name? Smetzer, yeah, yeah, Smetzer. Um, Super familiar face all around the league. Uh, everybody knows who he is. Obviously, like has had so much success uh, with the Sounders. But you know what? If people are upset about how Pablo manages the, you know, like the post-match comments, I dare you to go listen to Schmetzer because, like his or Schmetzer, I don't know if I'm saying it right. The way he like his delivery and his reason for uh, the for the Sounders not making the playoffs, it was just like. It was weird. Like you just, it's thanks, Josh. Um, you don't need to edit that out, Isaac. You're fine. Is that Instagram? It was Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Twitter hasn't been doing that to me. Yeah, I was Instagram, trying to find yeah. a highlight. Instagram does it. Anyways, Smetzer, his reasoning, like his just everything, his demeanor was just so like low, and it was like the worst explanation, beating around the bush. And at that moment, I'm like, man, if if. If our soul fans could see this guy talk and then compare it to like what Pablo's saying, they would probably appreciate Pablo a lot more. But does he get a pass because he has MLS Cups and the Champions League behind him? Big time, yeah. Absolutely. He does. That's where like the little bit of the difference is, right? Yeah. Yeah, he does. So, you know, one thing that uh like one thing a big narrative about Pablo Mastorini is is that he doesn't take accountability and kind of uh shelves it off to either the players in question or in hand. Um, I think all too often this fan base just gets caught up with one narrative and just rolls with that. Um, I'm sure there's an audio clip out there somewhere, an interview that we haven't seen where he takes accountability. So maybe I don't think it's an issue. Have you, I mean, can you guys recall, can you recall anything where he's like, Hey, it's on me. No, it's off my head. But I'm sure there's <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere it exists out there. Right. I, I have a weird, I have a weird love hate with Pablo, right? Yeah. Like I do think I do find him motivational. I do enjoy his positivity. I feel like he subs like Freddie. You know what I mean? Like it. It's a lot of weird. So what is he good at, and what is he not good at? I don't think he's good at setting a starting eleven, or the substitutions there for and after. But obviously, he's good at locker room culture, like stuff like that. Yeah. So you were but saying like, he's good at vibes. Sure. But imagine starting Luna instead of Waffleson. Yeah. That game's entirely different. We were not creative whatsoever. You put in the guy in the right spot, right? So, like, I just I question a lot of his decision-making. Yeah. Well, it's tough decision-making, dude, because you have a, a strong success to the season. Let's say if 
if Real Salt Lake were to keep that tempo where they came in just strong, if they kept that tempo, yeah, let's say they kept that tempo, and you're above the playoff line and you're sitting comfortably, right? Like, yeah, you could lose a few a matches. Yeah, exactly. Because at that, at that time, you can experiment and you can do these changeups and you can do all that. I think where the hesitancy or like the creativeness and what you're describing is. Is it really the the best time to experiment? Is that an experiment though? Because he's technically experimenting playing Jasper out of position, not playing a guy in position that can create. So he is experimenting. He's playing Oviedo out of position on one wing, right? There, there's experimenting going on instead of playing the seemingly obvious answer. You want to drop your mic now? No. All right. No, that was good. <laughs> But I, I, I'm trying to get your questions. Yeah, it's I'm just trying, questions, yeah, right? I'm trying like, to figure it out. You see these things. You, you see that eleven, and you're going, "Why is Jasper playing that high? Why isn't Luna? What's Luna doing that's so bad that he can't even get a start in his position?" I mean, there were talks about. I don't. I mean, I I I don't see it. But there were talks about Diego Luna not not being his fittest in listen. terms of weight or like just a blocky build listen. and they're trying to get him to sweat some pounds off listen he's starting for the U20s they don't care about it he's going the distance he's getting minutes off the bench like play him 60 and then and then decide if you need to pull him off for fitness Alex you're nodding your head what do you think so we actually asked him yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. He's on El Show yeah. RSL. Luna or Pablo? Luna. Luna. Okay. okay. We actually asked Diego Luna yesterday why Jasper. Why did Jasper start at the 10 over, over Luna against the LA Galaxy? Um, we asked him if it, if it was that. If it's just something that he's missing physically, something that he's missing, uh, you know, energy-wise. Like, I don't know. And his response was actually very good, very professional. He just said, look, in this in this game, Pablo opted to go for someone who had more experience defensively. Um, he wanted to kind of put Jasper in there because Jasper would track back to help close down the midfield. You're shaking your head no, Josh, but you're playing the yeah. Galaxy, dude. Yeah, That's but a good, uh, this uh, is a the, must-win game. You have to have some offense. Yeah. So you're going to play what? What did we play? Four defenders, two defensive midfielders, and another eight in the attack. Like it, it's it's overkill, man. You ever heard the whole saying? You know, the best offense is defense or whatever. It goes. It goes. <laughs> no, I haven't heard that yet. But it it goes both ways, right? <laughs> like if you score goals, you have to rely less on bunkering down. Like you can't play every game hoping you don't get scored on. Yeah, it's, it's that, yeah. That's absolutely absurd to me. Well, and that's the thing too. Right now, is I don't think defensively, the, the I don't think the defense right now is Ross Lake's issue. No, it's I scoring think, goals. I think every game we go out there with a very good defensive plan. Um, I think they do a very good job of, job of shutting down the yeah. the attack of the other team. Yeah, and then we just think, don't produce. Yeah, I think defensively we're we're pretty strong. Um, we saw it against Cincy, stopping that crazy attack with Brenner and, and Acosta and and Vasquez to an extent, to an extent, but. And it, it, it's it's the attack that's lacking right now. Yeah, and the, the players offense. the players recognize it. I, I saw a video today with Justin Glad saying, "Look, we just got to score. That's the only thing that's not happening right now." And I have to agree. But we like, we can't score playing eight defenders. Right. It gets ridiculous. And if you're relying on your chances again, like we've said in the past, you know, on a Glad header in this right, instance or a too, through ball like a long through ball. Yeah. Like it's it's that's the kind of thing that irritates me. Like it's it's the dumbest game plan. 
Yeah. It's so stupid and counterintuitive. I can't even. <laughs> you can't? I can't right now. Can't. I can't I even it. even can't. right now. I get it. I get wanting to put Jasper there because you got Caldwell against Ricky Pooch. Ricky Pooch, you know? I get wanting to have Jasper come down, help more defensively, help Bunker down defensively more. But like I said, that's not the issue right now. The issue, not the issue is the creativity. We don't have the creativity to or, go and score the goals. Or play Jasper next to Ojeda yeah. and let Jasper take care of Ricky Pooch. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You already Didn't we did uh, Ojeda not play on the wing? Wait, on this last one? Yeah, did he play on the wing? I can't remember. Uh, no, he was center. He was, he was centrally with Cabo. No. Uh, against LA. Uh, Oviedo, Oviedo, sorry. Oviedo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on the wing. Right, so like you're losing an attacking spot right there too. Like, it's just it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Ugh. It should have been a anyway. yeah. I mean those it's and we'll see what the changes if if any come. Um right now if RSL pulls a result against Portland and they start making a okay, so that's what I was going to say. <laughs> what are the hopes, right? Um yeah, I, I just don't feel what are, what are we going to do? Play eight defenders to the playoffs and hopefully them us cup <laughs> uh, without taking a single shot in three games yeah. again? Like, yeah, I know it was only Seattle, but come on, <laughs> no, right? We don't have Demir there to get some last minute miracle goal, right? Like, yeah, we don't have anybody. The the sauce isn't there, man. And Cordova, you can't really rely on the dude to bag any goals. So they're basically playing. They're saying, Samba, have fun." Run around, I guess. Yeah, Severino, it's just what's going on Hope there. Hope you get the ball, bud. Yeah, it's just, it's a mess, man. I, I, you know, and, you know, things are meant to be broken. I think a good sign is Seattle not making the playoffs. Maybe that kind of gives us hope for Portland uh, to come here and take an L and we advance, but it's just looking so slick. Do we want to advance? That's the real question. And I know that is like... The weirdest thing for a fan to say. I think if we don't make the playoffs, it's going to shake it up. Uh, That's what needs it's to gonna, happen. It, there's going to be a big shakeup. Well, um, I, I just don't. I just don't know because I think even if we do make it and go for a first round exit, what's going to stop? What What's going to stop Ryan Smith from looking at this and be like, "All right, full jazz mode," because I mean, the Jazz made it to the first round, and then all of a sudden everything was out the door. He cares about the Jazz. You don't think he cares about ourselves? Not the same way. Not uh, not that's, in a... no, but it's different, man. I mean, the Jazz have super. They had superstars. I'm just really afraid that if we make playoffs, it's. I can just see ownership using that same excuse that we saw at yeah. the beginning. It's of the yeah, year. Yeah, good yeah, enough. Yeah. That's, it's that's good enough. Exactly. It's that's... good enough. And I don't want that. I want this team to success. actually be. Yeah, I want this team to actually be competitive. Which I don't know if you guys saw Elliot Falls' comments on on the radio. But they asked them, they were like, hey, they're basically were like, hey, is this your, is this the goal? Is this your guys' goal just to make the playoffs? And he said, well, that's one of the goals. Like, that's not the main goal, but that's just one of the goals. And so that just makes me wonder, what else are you aiming for? Because if it's MLS Cup, I just don't think you're going to get it with what you have now. Yeah. It, it would be interesting to see the uh, 2022, like, season goals right kind of written out laid out clear and like what's considered successful Be- right? yeah because i'm sure you know i'm sure somewhere on that list is ownership culture um sellouts upgrade sponsor yeah sellouts nice job nice work Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, good job. <laughs> um making the playoffs right i'm right. sure mls cup is on there but it's like whatever you throw mls cup because you need to Right. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's just the story of old man. I and yeah. I get I get it I get it like it's ownership's first year it takes it takes time I said it last episode it, you yeah. know you don't build Rome overnight no but so they think, have America first money now for right next and year. I, and so I think heading into this off season no matter what the result is and no matter what we look at um, when you know the final whistle, final whistle goes off and you know we're either eliminated or we don't make it with now is the time to be critical of what they're going to do to get the team ready for next year. Right, because and we made the joke. We made the joke. LA's out here going <laughs> yeah. out for Suarez, and yeah. our biggest time is going to be Danny Musaski. You know, but it's it, it truly is time to like criticize every everyone they're going to bring in. Our biggest signing is going to be uh, re-signing the guy that we signed. That has what's the What's the dude from Nashville? I see that kicked our dude in the oh, stomach. Dax McCarty. Yeah, watch us get like Dax McCarty here for some stupid reason. Um, yeah, for me, like I want to go from a team that can maybe make win the playoffs, couple signings here or there, to make it a team that I don't know can push for Champions League, can right. be competitive in Nations League. Right. Yeah, it would just be nice. It'd be nice to have a DP or two that could score consistent goals. You know, to not have to play guys out of position. It would just be nice. That's all. Yeah. To not have to rely on a guy that had back surgery and that may or may not come back for the year. Yep. Right? Like, that That should have never been the excuse. I mean, dude, I mean, at this rate, it's like, who knows if he'll be ready in shape for 2023. His right. career may be over. Yeah. No one knows. Yeah. Right? And Bobby Wood's not the answer either. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, forgot he's, about that Yeah, guy. he's had surgery. He's he's done. He is surgery, dude. Yeah, he just he had surgery, <laughs> which really sucks. Is like what three weeks ago they were like, "Hey, he's coming back." He was yeah, and then he was running. Once. Yeah, he was running in training. Like he was looking good in training, and then all of a sudden he wasn't there. And so the I don't remember who they asked, but they were like, "Oh yeah, give him a couple weeks. Like he'll be good." And then now we go to training again. Bobby Woods just had surgery. Okay, so again, what's the lifespan on his career? Yeah. Right. Right. When is he had a season where he played eighty percent of the matches? Two thousand seven. Like, yeah, man, that's rough, dude. So it's just it feels like the a, team needs a revamp. Yeah. Whether it's bringing K up and letting him be our striker, whether it's getting a DP to play alongside of him to get Salvas of support, I I just I don't know what needs yeah. to happen. But it's moves a, need to be made. Goals need to be scored. Yeah, it feels like the wick is like burning <laughs> at both ends. You know. Yeah, the, the, the timer on the hourglass that's been flipped over, like, it's running out of sand. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so weird, man. It's weird to be in this spot. Uh, and I saw some talk today on Twitter about, you know, RSL technically kind of being in the exact same spot that they were last year going right. into the playoffs. It feels no different. It does feel different, though. Because well, back then we had, we had a pretty stacked squad. <clears throat> And well, we, we were also doing really had well. The, we also had the we don't have ownership. It's a miracle we've gone this far. Yeah, right. It, that was like the chip on the shoulder, right? Right. And I, now it's like we have ownership and cool graffiti at the stadium, and we and, and we was. have mariachis now. But right. it's like the product on the field. Now it's like it's weird, man. It's, it's such a big trade off, right? It's between the two. Last year we had nothing, and then boom, the play is awesome. The, the other thing that's annoying about so like. Our offseason technically wasn't that bad, right? Ojeda and Oviedo. Oviedo, sorry. Decent, yeah. <clears throat> Good signings, Good right? Signings. Ojeda's I love, yeah, I love, I love the signings. The problem is they were so set on Cuellar, which should have been done in January, right? that they waited way too long until the deadline day. We could have had these two playing three months earlier. 
And it makes you question the backups. Right. So why don't much... you have like another big hitter just as big as Quayar right. in your back pocket? Why 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 is he the only target? Yeah. Go after so many X amount of guys, right? Is that a we don't have enough people on the scouting that side of things, which it's like we're a relying on Luke man, Mulholland, if... right? So that yeah. there's your answer. <laughs> but like what what results are different if we get those guys two, three months earlier? Yeah. Yeah, instead or of at least have some options, your man. Yeah. You're you're letting you're letting the players kind of drag you along. Where in reality, it's you should be dragging them along. Exactly. Right. I think that that role needs to kind of flip, and you need to have a better we either be, poker face, right, or be or far not more show, aggressive yeah, going into. Don't show all your cards, right? Right. You can. It's okay. You you can drag them along a little bit, promise them a little bit, and then at the end of the day, if the deal doesn't get done because the other guy is maybe better than you, that's hello, that's right. the real world, that's life, that's but but let every that happen. Job. Don't let the players screw your team over because you're dragging your feet. You're not making these concessions. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see that process, and you know, is it is it on the RSL side, like they're just not aggressive, or is RSL aggressive but nobody wants to talk? Yeah, I don't know. I've I heard I've heard. I don't know if this is true or not, but a lot of the Quayar stuff, not moving on from him sooner was Pablo. Gotcha. But I can't confirm nor deny that. But I would not be surprised if the coach wouldn't budge. But again, as the general manager, you should go, Hey Pablo, yep. this signing's not happening. Forget We're your feelings. On. Yeah, forget your We're feelings. Yeah. And you would think that Pablo, if that story is true, we don't know if it's true or not. Would understand, yeah. Right, because, or or not even be phased by it. Sure, yeah, bring me somebody. Yeah, because I truly believe I'm not throwing Musovski in here because I don't think he's really going to make that much difference. But Ojeda and Oviedo, Oviedo, my God, <laughs> it's killing me. Earlier in the summer would have stopped some of the skids, right? Maybe I, changed I think, some I results. So, yeah. I really do. Yeah. So that's just another irritant, I guess. And I, I kind of want to go back to what you said here just a minute ago about kind of the difference. Because, I mean, we are in the same spot that we were exactly a year ago. And I feel like the difference has a lot to do with that ownership. I feel mm-hmm. like a, a lot of the diff, a, the big difference has to do with that run. You know, no one expected that run. No one expected us to make it to Western Conference Finals. I don't think, I don't even think Rouse Lake expected to make it to the Conference Final. I didn't. Honestly. No. No, I, don't, I don't think anybody did. But that gives you hope as a fan base. That gives you hope. You know, you come into this next season, you have a fantastic season. You get all these wins, you're second place in the West, and then everything just kind of tumbles and tumbles and tumbles and tumbles, and it feels like it feels like nothing was really done about it. Yeah, nothing, it feels like nothing was done to stop this kid. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I feel like last year, looking in, look, being in the same position last year, we're looking at it as like, hey, you know, let's go out, let's win this game. Like, you're pumped. This year, you know, we're in a we're in, in that same situation, but it just feels so much more different. Captainless, but so much more, bro. so much more disappointing. Captainless. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, yeah. It's got to come down to that. I think Demir's that factor. You you saw that video of him give like giving the pregame mm-hmm. uh, oh, speech. That was beautiful, right? Loved, like I it fired it. I you. Run through a wall, dude. Yeah, it fired <laughs> you up, right? I think that's really the the big difference, man. Yeah, I know it's just one person, but that's a huge person to lose in, in in a situation like that, especially for playoffs where it's week to week where, you know, it was, um, correct my order if I'm wrong, but it was Sounders and then was it Portland? Yeah, it was Sounders, Portland, and then they, or it was Sounders, was it KC? Yeah, was it SKC or first? Seattle and uh, SKC. 
Yeah, sorry. Seattle SKC lost to Timbers. Lost to Portland, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think when you're getting hot like that, and, and like I just mentioned earlier, just... It was a... You know, it's not a super stacked roster, right? It's not like LAFC, but at least we had reliable players... And you got Demir, dude. Demir's just the glue. Like, yep. it's, that's 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 it. That guy can motivate anybody. And when you're when you're captaining a team like that, especially with a we have you know we have veteran players, but those veteran players like in Oviedo or Ojeda, they don't know they don't really know the the style of play with Real Salt Lake. Yeah, they've been here training, but literally, dude, those guys got here in what like at the end of September. September. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's insane. So it's it's hard to it's hard to put those expectations down and just think, okay, yeah, all the spots are filled. We're gonna kill it. Man, I hate myself because when I start talking like this, when you start thinking of, okay, where are we? What do we actually have? What pieces? Are we in a good spot? Like we're not. We're not in a good spot. But then also the optimism the optimism side is, well, well, damn, dude. Like we're gonna be playing here. On on Sunday and I don't on Sunday, win. but then like against the Portland. other side of me is like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it's such a hard spot to be right. in because the short term is exciting, the long term is terrifying. And yeah. I think we all feel this way right now, honestly. This is a great way to feel though, because man, you don't know, you don't know, but we they could, might make a run. Yeah. We could be MLS Cup champions, <laughs> and I could be like, well, all right. Well, I don't we'll, agree with how we did it, but we we'll did delete it, the so RSL sick. Show Twitter account. <laughs> Yeah, if that happens, that's the thing, dude. This league is just so unpredictable. Like yeah. you think you know what's gonna happen, you think you know what's going on, and then something else completely differently is gonna happen. Because kind of going back to the results on Sunday, Vancouver was done and out, dude. Yep, Vancouver was done and out. They go, they um, they Austin comes over to Vancouver. Uh, Austin is Austin. You know they've been playing fantastic all year, and then they go and drop an egg in Vancouver. Vancouver scores two. Now Vancouver have a chance. Yeah. It's just so unpredictable. And then let me throw this out there, too. So LAFC, stack team, whatever, all these uh, DP players who oh, yeah, are but, maybe not DP players, right? But they're not going to win because they won Supporters Shield. So that's I, yeah. automatic. <laughs> I, a curse. <laughs> yeah. I get that. But the thing is, is it was 1-1 going into, I think, like the 94th minute. Yeah. And then their their dude who was like a later sub or just got their start with LAFC, like literally first goal. Yep. Uh, wins the supporter shield. Yep. Yep. So on paper, kind of like how you were saying, Portland's a you know bad team, terrible team, whatever. LAFC, literally the supporter shield winners, like millions on the rosters, recognizable names, could barely beat Portland. You that's know what a, I mean? That's so that's that's what's wild about yeah. the league. And I guess I was kind of using that for an example to say, hey, this league's kind of wild. But now that's actually pretty scary that they held off LAFC. Like that. Well, but just just remember 2009 RSL when we won the championship. Yeah. We had no business being in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had no business winning, but we did. Dude, the 2013 run, we had every single business to yeah, win. Yeah, 2013, we, trophy, had all, we had all the all the business in the world to be there. RSL scored, but it got called back, right? Yeah, so yeah it was more offside. It was not offside. It was not. It wasn't, but it was called offsides. VAR would have. VAR would have completely changed 2013. Oh, 100. Colin would have been off with a red. Yep. Two stars on the kit. Two stars yep. on the kit. Sabo would have had a goal. There would have been no penalty shootout. The trajectory of RSL's future is entirely different at that point. Mm, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's just gonna make yeah. that second star sweeter. But man, who knows, dude? Who knows? If I hope it happens in my lifetime. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
It's going to happen this year. Yeah, well, shut up, Isaac. <laughs> Everything you say does not come true, so stop, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty bad at it. You're sorry. bad at it, man. Yeah. Sorry. I think it's weird, man. It's You got to, like, reverse manifest, you know? You got to... You gotta try that. You gotta be like, yeah, Arsenal's gonna lose like six zero on. You just gotta be super negative. Honestly, okay. <laughs> You'll fit right in with everybody else. <laughs> so, yeah. The dude, Twitter. By the way, Brandon Steinecker saying that Twitter is the most toxic shit he's ever he's seen in wrong. his life. He's not wrong. Yeah, no, you don't have to edit that. It's fine. Um, he's not wrong, dude. Twitter is awful, bro. Twitter's awful, oh, dude. I'm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm sort very of close to, to making my account no longer exist. Yeah, sorry. Except I love how quick I get news about other teams. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's great. But, well, just use the mute function, man. Oh, my mute that makes is my life best so friend. much better. When you start muting the people, man, it's great. All right, I'm just gonna start a burner, dude. Yeah, and just follow a couple accounts. Just be happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I could see you do that. Uh, okay, Real Salt Lake <laughs> Timbers. We're going to win just because it's going to piss me off. So we're going to win just because it's going to piss me off. I want to take the fan the fan goggles off real quick for a second there and try to like analyze this game as a non-fan. As a non-fan, okay. we win this match. You got a team who's really struggling to find form. You got a team who's really struggling to score goals. You got a team, but they're very good defensively. They bunker down. I think, like I said, this is probably one of the best... Defensive seasons we've seen from ourselves, and but, then on the other side, you got they don't have Steve Clark anymore. That's true. Who loves to get shutouts against? That's Arsenal. true. That's true. And then oh, you look yeah, at, you look at the guy. Portland team. Yeah, go ahead. Who they're getting hot at like the best time possible? Espria. Yeah, Mr. October. Mr. October, bro. Yeah, Mr. That guy's, oh, that's the going to be the guy he's, to shut he's down. He's going to He's going to be the one who scores on that. You leave minute. him unmarked, bro. Oh, it's score. going in. Yeah. It, they're just getting hot and they're finding form. They're finding the rhythm at like the perfect time. Like you said, they they hung out. They hung with LAFC last week. They're they were heading into that into this with only one loss in like the last like seven games. Dude, I just it's really hard right now for me to see a positive result. It really is. It's all going to depend on Espr- on the lineup. Espria, Espria, and Chara, dude. Diego Chara. That guy is uh, scarier to me. Machine, both, bro. Both the Charles brothers. Yimmy scares me more. It's crazy, man. Like, just their ability, their stamina is insane. They're at, just running around at everywhere. Their age, even. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think Diego Charles like thirty six or something. Getting yeah. up there. Yeah, they're up there. Yeah. Weird, bro. It's that. that it's, to me, that's still a scary team. What, what starting think... lineup wins this for us? Though? Hang on, hang on. Okay. Stadium. Sell out, whatever. It's going to be bumping. Well, it's. A I Sunday. think the Timbers fans, they're going to show up they're for this one. Yeah, they're that... going to show up for this one. It's going to be loud. That they're going to put corner. that whole north side to shame. Well, you got to remember, I I absolutely hate where they put visiting fans because they're above everyone and that sound just carries. Drives me nuts. Where would you put away fans if you could? Crylox Corner. Right next to the yes. La Barra? Yes. Make it interesting, dude. That can man, that cannot be good, bro. Dude, they used to put, they used to put the RSL fans right next to Colorado's little supporters group. Right, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. You you have that big gap right there for that walkway. That's yeah, makes sense. You put a couple cops there; it's gonna be fine. But it to make it fun, that's where it should be. Yeah, and fair because when you're above everyone, again, sound travels. 
and it gives them a weird it's advantage. It's such an at odd home. spot to put away fans too. Yeah. Because yeah, they do get loud and it carries on. And they have on those bleachers the that they can just stomp on yeah. and it's obnoxiously loud, dude. Yeah. So it's, and it's, it's a and weird it's, advantage. And it's funny because so like the main entrances, right? Like people are usually walking around getting food. So all you hear are the away fans. Yeah. Real Salt Lake, you guys need to rethink that one. I, I like your idea of the cryolog corner. I don't like I mean obviously you would move the cryolog corner sure, and sure. give the kids. You wouldn't better get seats. rid of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> Portland fans want to come, I guess. Yeah. So you're out, kids. <laughs> but I guess it is nice. I wonder what the seating capacity is in that section on the cryolog corner. Yeah. Versus the the, the, the top because you can't really fit that many people up there yeah I'm sure the, no. the corner is way bigger even if you give them a little sliver of but how do you give corner. them the how do you give away fans the high ground bro you know what I mean because those are the quote unquote less desirable seats stupid man it's dumb alright I get it that's gotta I, change I hate it right that's gotta change you gotta put all the way like put the away fans in like the parking lot with like a little TV <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> Uh, Portland fans, can you can you stand Portland fans? I've met a few; they're um, decent. Yeah, it's hit and miss. Yeah. I've met quite a few decent ones. I've been to a lot of Portland matches. I I don't get bugged with Portland because their culture is organic. Like it's real. Yeah, there's real uh, culture, real soccer culture. And there's annoying there. fans everywhere. I do yeah. love the crying timber fan meme. That's never going to go away. That's great, but there are definitely more annoying fan bases. How do you feel about Timber Joey? <laughs> yeah. Bean's laughing right now. Okay, because he knows my answer. All right, gotcha, gotcha. There, I'll show you guys if I can find the picture. I'll okay. I'll show you later. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I expect it to be a, a huge, huge, cool result. What's uh, What's the lineup that gets us to win? Uh, that's kind of why I threw that out as like the Twitter question too, because like. Yeah. Oh, in order to in that. order to win this, like we need to be we need to put we need guy- to be down their throats the yep. entire time. We need to put guys in their position. Shock, shocker. That that's that's all I can say. <laughs> I think if we head into this one with like Sava in the middle, we're like, we're doomed. Teams have figured it out, dude. Like it doesn't work against anybody anymore. It, Anyone it worth did anything. for like four or five games, and then since then, Sava's been completely taken out of games, and it's super fresh. Like, yeah, he'll knock off a good pass here, like here and there, like that. You know, like a he had he had a really good one on the. It's, it's going to make him want to leave and go back to Brazil, though. Right. Exactly. All right. So before we uh, get off way to off topic here, let's let's cover the starting eleven. So. Josh, Alex, you guys take this. Go ahead, Alex. Well, I mean, we got to put our best out there, um, especially against a Portland team who, like I said, is getting into form, finding their form, finding their stride. Zach McMath, I think, is a no-brainer. I'd go, I'd go Thomas Gomez. <laughs> Are you serious right now? No. Okay, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> McMath, no-brainer. Uh, Aaron Herrera, uh, no-brainer. I think it needs to be a line of four. Same. I think I think it needs to be a line of four with... Uh, Aaron Herrera with Marcelo Silva, with Justin Glad, and with Andrew Brody. Um, I think the midfield needs to be a make uh, something, a variant of like Ojeda playing off the shoulder of like Lawfulson or something. It needs to be Ojeda and Lawfulson, some kind of combination to have them in there together. I don't think Ruiz has shown enough to be the answer right now. I don't think Ruiz has shown enough to be the player that 
that's going to make a difference. And uh, Ojeda has, and he's barely played what like five games, six right. games. Right. He he has. He he has the Chara vibes. He can counter mm. Chara Absolutely. by bringing the Chara energy. Absolutely, I think it needs to be Ojeda and Lafelson. I think those are the two best midfielders right now. On the right, it needs to be Sava. Sava needs to go back on the wing. Um, that's where he's most comfortable. He scored a goal with the national team mm-hmm. on the wing. I'm I'm tired of seeing him frustrated, dude. Like I'm like you said, I'm really worried about him not wanting right. to be here. Um, and I think I think this is the game where Diego Luna needs to start alongside Cordova. In, in like that 10 role. Cordova, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cordova alone up top. Okay. Maybe Julio. We can make the argument for Julio. No. We can make the argument for Julio. And then the left, I think I would be okay with Oviedo. Mm, Sam going Miram. I think I would be okay with Oviedo in this one. Either one is fine, but I, I want Miram starting. So what's yours? It needs to be that 4-2-3-1. It's, it's yours, yeah. but yeah. with Miram. Okay. That, that's the I think that's the best we have right now. I don't, I'm tired of... Chang playing wing back. Yeah. I'm tired. Because <laughs> he doesn't play wing back. He exactly. plays right wing. Exactly. I no back. I love Chang. Uh, he's just not the same guy he was to start the year. No, and he's also like, people forget he's, what, 32? Yep. Yep. And this Sava Cordova double double striker experiment, it's over. Like, teams know what to expect. Teams know what the, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Put him back on the wing. Put... And an actual 10 under Cordoba, and let's see what happens. I'd be totally fine with this lineup. We know it's not going to happen. Yeah, probably. I could easily see the 4-4-2 coming back for this one. No, it's probably going to be. Or that so five, yeah. It's probably going to be. It's going to be McMath. Like, this is my. I'm Pablo, so I'm making this. Okay. This <laughs> it's going to be McMath, Glad, Herrera, and Silva. Yep. And then Brody Chang. And then Ojeda Ruiz, and then Lawfulson to Cordova Sava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. No. All right. Well, we asked the so same question to uh, Twitter RSL, RSL Twitter, RSL Show Twitter. Uh, a few of you guys responded, so let's. Uh, I'm going to go over what their starting eleven would be, and then we also asked uh, like who the regular season MVP would be, and um, and then we also left it open to like ask whatever they want to. So that's actually the MVP one is actually very difficult. Yeah, Andrew Lord, and we'll we'll get your takes after this. So Andrew Lord says uh, he wants to see McMath, Oviedo, Glad, Silva, Herrera. Oh, leaving Brody out. Ruiz, Ojeda. Hang on. Miram, Luna, Savarino. Luna's nice. Uh, Mira Luna, Severino, Cordova, bring in Brody and Julio off the bench, uh, among others, but not Caldwell. That's not terrible as long as Sava's on the right. I think no matter what formation Pablo decides to roll out with on Sunday, I think you have to have Andrew Brody out there. I don't know if you guys would agree. I, I think... Yeah, dude, he I tears think, it up. I think uh, Oviedo would be fine. In place of him, I do. Yeah, if we play a flat four in the back, Andrew also says a lot of guys seem to take a step back this year. Thanks, coach, but why? I think we wish talk- I knew. I think we talked about that a little bit earlier too. Yeah, with just losing Demir. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, his RSL MVP is probably Glad. I guess that's what he said. It's a it's a good shout. Yeah, Glad. Yeah, I mean, played a lot of games, scored some goals. 
no one's really stand out. Let's be real. Yeah. Jasper, if there wasn't, he's obviously rookie of the year for RSL. I don't know how he's not in the running for it league wide, but yeah. Which I mean, and this is not to like knock on Lafelson because Lafelson's been fantastic throughout the year. He's not in a sexy position. Not not, not even that. I just think if Jasper Lafelson's the MVP, then we might be in a lot rougher shape than we actually think. Because yeah, no, he, yeah, no, he's 100%. not. He's not in a sexy position. You know, he doesn't. He he does a lot, but he doesn't do a lot. It would be like Ned Gravoy being. In yeah, the there you go. Yeah, yeah there no, you go. Okay, it. cool. I totally get it. Cool. Or like Andrew Brody being the MVP. Right. It, your striker or your creative midfielder should always be the MVP. You look at other teams. Yeah, you look at other teams. Um, real quick, Sebastian Giussi, MVP. Hani Mukhtar MVP. You got who else Carlos is Vela. Carlos Vela, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then we look at us, and you got Andrew Brody and Jasper Lafelson. Yeah, yeah. Maybe your center back. Pass. All right. Court Pitts writes. Uh, here's his uh, starting eleven: Nick Math and goal on defense. We've got Brody Silva, Glad Herrera. In the mid, we've got Ruiz Ojeda. Uh, up in the, uh, excuse me, up top we've got Miram, Luna, Savarino, and uh, striker would be like Cordova, Julio. Yeah, it's fine. That's, I think I think I'm, I'm a big only, no on Ruiz. Uh, yeah, I think the only change is Lawson on that one. Uh, Eric DeWall thinks that MVP is eleven. Jasper Lawson. We just expressed the thoughts on that. Hard pass. It's not a pass. It's just an indictment on the squad strength. He's, as a he's whole. deserved it. He's earned it. Yeah. He's he he probably deserves it. But yeah, <laughs> that's not a good look for our squad. I don't right? know. It, I don't know, man. MVP. Who, like, who is your MVP? MVP's coveted, huh? Uh, dang, dude. I would just say no award this year. Yeah, no one gets Demir. <laughs> no one Demir gets off it. The, yeah. off the box. Yeah, Demir for the speech. Uh, let's see. Bryce. Bryce thoughts. Writes. Regular season MVP for me has to be Andrew Brody. Actually, I would give it to Brody. I would give it. And to he Brody. has a solid shout for it too. Yeah. He's just insane, dude. Like. The wheels on him, man. And just the footwork. Uh, defenders all around him. Ball movement. Anyways, uh, let's see. Bryce Falso says, put in an insane amount of minutes and has such a huge impact on how we play. I agree. Uh, can't think of another player who has been as crazy consistent as he has. That's true, man. Brody. I'm not saying that that's like MVP league. No, it's also an indictment on the squad. While he's yeah. been yeah. playing great. Yeah. You don't want your left back being your best player. Yeah. yeah. Christian ba- uh, Christian Berg says, McMath and goal, Herrera, Glad, Silva, and Oviedo in the back. Ojeda and Loffelson locking it down as defensive mids. If Loffelson can't go, then Ruiz. Uh, Mir- uh, Miram and Severino on the wings. Luna in the middle and Cordova up top. That's right. I forgot about that. Have they said anything about his concussion? Is he cleared? Is he good? Is he not? Not we sure. haven't. Who knows? I just, we'll barely, yeah, <laughs> just barely realized we haven't heard anything about yeah. that. Probably for good reasons, so you're not exposing your cards, right? Uh, let's see. Christian Berg also says, says MVP for me would have to be Silva. He stepped up big time this season. Lastly, I feel like we haven't been critical enough about this run of form. Only four wins in our last 19. It's I so believe bad. it is an absolute joke. Someone needs to step up and acknowledge this and take some responsibility. Yeah. And uh, John David Berg, which seems like it's his brother or something, cousin, he writes, what? Why? 
I thought the ball just wasn't bouncing our way <laughs> in all of the other 15 <laughs> matches. That's good. Soccer's a cruel sport sometimes. Yeah. Like that's good. 85% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kathy Barney writes, my MVP is Silva or McMath. Uh, Silva because he stayed healthy all year. (laughs) (laughs) But again, an indictment on the club, right? Like, uh, you stayed healthy. I mean, hey, honestly, though, like, if you take it, if you take it for what it is, like, most valuable player, yeah, you didn't get hurt. Your value is up there. He's your least valuable player, Demir. Yeah. Uh, Bobby 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 Wood. Wood. Oh, Kathy also says, uh, don't forget the season ticket holders. Uh, who renewed after this really bad second half of the season? Yeah, I renewed my tickets through some uh, yeah. through some real rough rough patches. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys definitely have some disposable income. You know, if uh... <laughs> <clears throat> all right, moving on. All right, uh, let's wrap this up. Portland, RSL. We'll go around. You guys can give your predictions on scores. I don't really care to hear the scores, but. Let's just uh, win-loss answers, okay? Lucas Arayan, is all Arayan hit a banger or what? From where? Half filled. Aaron Hurd did it better. Go back. It's going to show better angle here so real Lucas Arayan. Forget his nationality. Uh, weren't we talking to R- this guy? Romanian, right? though? He switched. He was Argentinian. No, I don't. And then he plays for somebody else now. I definitely don't think he's Romanian. I think this, he's, he's so, playing... Is it Armenian? And, uh, mm, no. I'm thinking uh, no. of Euromalsisian. You can look it up. He's he's not. Come on, here we go. Here we All go. Right. Oh, that's yeah. That's like didn't 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 Herrera hit it from further? Yeah, but still, it's always great. Zellerayan. I mean, that's a regular season goal. MLS that counts in my opinion a little yeah. bit more. Definitely. Armenia. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, for context, Josh just pulled up the Lucas Zellerayan banger. Um, oh man, Columbus Crew. Yep. Yep. Versus uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yep. Very cool. CLT. CLTFC. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's go around the room. Win loss. Yeah. Win loss. Uh, Isaac. Win loss for RSL Portland. Who wins? Or excuse me. Wait. 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 Does RSL win or lose? Do I give my my actual answer. Yes. What are you talking about? Three one, three one. Are so baby. Let's go. <laughs> Say it with your chest, bro. I did. All right, that was nice. No, I was just yeah. Okay, Josh. Three three RSLs out. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a game. I really do. That's I think, weird. I man. think we're gonna be trading blows. I don't see RSL bagging three goals, so that's a really couple will weird. be penalties. You get. We play different. In games like this, yeah, we really do. And I, I see us just yeah getting somebody caught go, out. We're gonna go get caught out. Dead cat under the pitch. What is that? The good luck charm? What is it? No, no, it's not the that's dead a cat. bad. That's is a bad it luck. is it a, a duck? jersey? A duck? No, oh, yeah. There's there's cat. There's feral cats, right? That's why yeah, I said yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're thinking of a duck. Is it? Do we? <laughs> we don't bury a duck under the pitch. No, no. One just has to land on it during the game. <laughs> right. No, I think I think we're gonna go up like two one at half. And I think we're going to catch a third, like early in the second half, and then we're absolutely going to fall asleep and get hit on a counter twice just to break our hearts. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. I agree for the most part with Josh. I, RSL comes to play for these games. They show up for these games. 
However, I think at the end of the day, I think our lack of creativity up top is going to be what's going to hold us back. And so I can see it being like a 3-2-3-1 three, three, in Portland's favor. Why are you guys going so high on goals? Oh, okay. It's like a, it's three, three for Portland and 2-1. Yeah. I mean, I, I, your 3-3 three, three is just crazy. It is crazy. I'm feeling crazy. Isaac's 3-1 is just absurd. It's just that yeah. point of the year, that point of the season. You know, you throw all the... Throw all the, the meat on the grill, dude. You throw all the, throw the carne al asador, you know? That's true, yeah. You could see some, uh, you could probably see, you're going to probably see like some shakeups. If RSL goes down, it's like the 80th, like you're just going to, you know. Yeah. And that's the frustrating thing about RSL, man, is like when they turn it on, like you saw it against it Galaxy. So when they turn it on and like stoppage, dude, it's how many chances are, it's yep. ridiculous. The, like if there were like nine shots on frame that entire match, like in stoppage, they'll get like six. The, the starting lineup for this game is going to absolutely be my make or break on like the bus starting up or not. Okay. If we come into this defensive, then I'm done. My prediction, 2-1 at the half, Arsenal's up. Espria, late in the game, uh, makes it 2-2. Uh, we're going to get some stupid, crazy chance. It's just going to, like, when you think it's going to go in, it doesn't go in. And then the goalkeeper on Timberside is just going to... Stand on right side. out the minutes, just it's going to be a disappointing loss. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> so I see like a two-two, Mr. October, Mr. October Espria. Yeah. Oh, they love it, dude. Yeah. MLS loves Portland, man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, don't get it twisted, dude. Like we said it earlier, right? Portland Timbers too. It, last show, we're just like, do they come out of nowhere? They turn it up like this is like you said. Super time. They literally have a freaking Mr. October. That's the nickname. Um, so they're gonna bring it hard. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a real interesting game. Cool. All right, guys. Well, you guys will be at the match? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll be filming, Isaac? Yeah, I'm going to be filming the match. Yeah, shoot that for sure. Get some, uh, yeah, shoot the RSL goals if, if any come. Not me, man. I'm sad. I got to work six matches on Sunday. That's not fun. All right. Thanks for listening to the RSL show on KSL Sports. Go to kslsports.com. Read all the cool articles that Tom Hackett puts out. He's really good friends with the guys at RSL. They go golfing and stuff. It's awesome content. Um, and bring it here. We're not making fun of it, dude. It's just no, I, I think it's just... funny how people go after that. It's like yeah, it's shut like, up. I don't know. He's friends Why, with him. Yeah, have a have a good relationship and get some insider info. Other people in media would love that kind of relationship. They would love that. And trust me, I worked at KSL Sports, dude. Like those people who cover. You, it's BYU Jazz. They're all homies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But not like that. They're not, no. They're not tight like that. It's cool. Anyways. New RSL Show weekly, IG posts, all that stuff. Follow us. RSL, let's uh, get the win on Sunday. And uh, let's get this monkey off our back. Oh, we're doing a little thing in the middle? Yeah. What are we doing, Isaac? Uh, RSL Believe on three. Ready? Or Believe? Let's just do yeah. Believe. Believe, yeah. On three, we got our hands in. We're going to do the one, two, three, Believe. Yeah. Is it one, two, three, Believe or one, two, Believe? <laughs> one, two, three, Believe. Okay. Right. Or is All it right. Believe on three? One, two, three, Believe. <laughs> one, two, three, Believe. believe. Oh, so lame. All right. <laughs> believe on three, one, two, Hey, we got to boost uh, the morale. We yeah. got to boost the morale. Exactly. Yeah. Good vibes. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good vibes. Uh, show's over. Hit record. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was 
senseless, and I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.